0: Take two. <laughs> Listen, sometimes the computer decides it wants to fuck with the microphone, and sometimes it doesn't, so this is the second time we're recording this. You also um, don't have
1: to sit so close to the mic now. I don't no, know I if can, you re- notice. I,
0: can, I can relax and yeah. <laughs> just speak like a normal human being. Because we're peaking. God damn. Well, that'll be fixed.
1: In um, the normal
0: editing process.
1: So we did, like, a whole recording of this podcast and realized- Not
0: the whole thing. We just started it.
1: Well, I mean, like, a whole intro, and we yeah. realized it was so quiet, so- This is not nearly as cool as the first time we did it, but it's going to sound better for you.
0: Do you want me to rehash it? I can rehash the first time.
1: You want to redo your little intro about how good it was?
0: Sometimes in this world, studios take millions and millions of dollars and spend it to make (laughs) Harry Potter (laughs) and it. Sucks. And sometimes seven idiots wander into Vegas, make a movie about a hangover, and it's fucking great. So, you know, art is a lie, God is dead.
1: Eh, your first time was better.
0: I don't know. That was a great ending. To the- <laughs> <laughs> art is a lie.
1: Okay, Nietzsche.
0: <laughs> art is dead. God is a lie.
1: Um Anyways,
0: <laughs> oh my God. that's James. Hi.
1: I'm America. We watch movies and then talk about them. Typically. And we live stream it while we do it.
0: Yeah. And now you have to suffer with us.
1: We watched The Hangover.
0: We did. And I wrote so many nice things. Well, most of them are actually like... Uh, most of the notes I have this in this movie are story notes. It's just issues with the story. Because, frankly... There's about a, a billion dumb things that happen in the story, and so I had to, add clearly I had to take notes on them, because what else am I going to take notes on? The production value is great, and it's, they fucking did it in Vegas, and I love movies in Vegas.
1: I'm going to start with the first note that I started at the- Okay, have fun. First take of this podcast, which is, don't do your bachelor party so close to your wedding, James.
0: There is a risk involved. Sometimes you disappear. Onto the roof. Sometimes your friends leave you in a bush. Just depends. Depends on how your night goes. Don't do oh, it. Oh, and sometimes you end up in a bit of gay bar.
1: I did mine the week before my <laughs> wedding, so no chicanery I know, and it was
0: a tea and it was boring.
1: It was not a tea. It was a brunch with mimosas.
0: And it was boring.
1: It was great.
0: I heard nothing fun about it. Besides the fact that you were there and you had a nice time.
1: Were people talking bad about my bachelorette party?
0: No, but people told stories about my bachelor party.
1: Yeah, and because you know what? there was reasons you to tell know what? stories. Your groomsmen said they should have taken me. So
0: My groomsmen left me in the middle of the road on my face.
1: Because you couldn't handle yourself.
0: No, the alcoholic in the group goes, James, you're going drink for drink with me tonight. And I went, huh? And then I did.
1: I've gone drink for drink with Jacob before.
0: He loses count, you know.
1: I know. That's Around how, like 20. That's why you can go drink for drink with him. Because then you just start going, yeah, sure. This is totally a different drink.
0: Well, fuck me for being honest. Um, <sighs> oops, we lost Doug.
1: I have so much before then.
0: That's literally the first thing that happens is they call oh, and they say, call. oops, we lost Doug. Okay. And I, okay, I'm not going to lie to you. I had a giggle for the entire movie because I have a co-worker named Doug. Um, and I just kept putting him in place of Justin Bartha. And, uh, who I
1: had the biggest crush on. That
0: made me, that just tickled my fancy the whole time. It was very entertaining for me.
1: He was on my top five for quite some time. Not Doug. Justin
0: Bartha. <laughs> yeah, Justin Bartha.
1: Yeah, he was on my top five for long, like the longest time.
0: He's such a dork.
1: I like dorks.
0: I have i I'm not a dork. I'm cool. Look, I got tattoos. Mhm. My shirt says "Hello, Death" on it. I'm cool. I'm a cool guy.
1: Your shirt also has like those chocolate.
0: They got skulls candies on them.
1: From they got skulls pan. on them. There's skulls. On they the normally candy. have
0: pandas, but it's a skull. See, look, it's got crossed out eyes.
1: Anyways. This is
0: off the fucking rails, kind of like the movie The Hangover.
1: I said I really like the intro to this movie because it grabs your attention, like, right away. They're just like, Well, hey. yeah,
0: they give you Bradley Cooper all fucked up, and you're like, oh, no, pretty boy, why?
1: No. What has happened to you? That's not why it grabs my attention. Oh. I also am not attracted to Bradley Cooper, so. Am I gay? <laughs> um, You are my family gay, so. <laughs> uh but yeah no it's just that whole aspect of they're like uh we fucked up and then they tell you nothing else and you have to start the whole story from the beginning and that's just really i don't know that grabs me for some reason i like that and that's the only note i have till we get to vegas
0: my next note is just the opening music and credits are really really fucking good yeah it is about the credits just kidding and the fucking man, I just really like movies in Vegas because Vegas is like, for me, Vegas is like this ethereal place that doesn't actually exist. And you just go there to see crazy shit, not always good shit, but always crazy shit. And I just like that, that place isn't real. Vegas isn't a real place in my head. And I've been there so many times, but it's just not real. Like, and I just love all the oceans movies where they're in Vegas. Incredible. It just so fun for me. 22, was it 21?
1: 21's 21. a good movie.
0: Uh, are there any other like big movies in Vegas that I don't remember?
1: No, but one of your my favorite head? book series goes to Vegas.
0: And Percy Jackson goes to Vegas. It's just like all this cool shit. But Vegas isn't real. Because you can do insane things there. So, um. I, I just fucking love it.
1: My note about the intro credits in Vegas was it looks so different now than it did in 2009. Oh, yeah. Like the whole skyline of the strip has just changed strip, so drastically. People. Like we went there the shopping last July, July 2021, mm-hmm. for my sister's 21st birthday. Oh
0: my God, it was that long ago?
1: Yeah, it's about a year.
0: Holy hell.
1: And
0: we were just there.
1: It was a time and it looks so different
0: drastically. Like there's
1: buildings that just didn't exist in 2009 that are there now. Like most places, Mm. I'm acting like it's this big revelation that they build things, but it's not. um, It's just crazy to look back on it and see how different. And Caesar's doesn't even look like that. No, Caesar's
0: is like a whole other place.
1: Like the the open, like the front of Caesar's doesn't even look like uh, it did in the movie now. Um, And then. We both have a similar note, which is... But
0: Zach Galifianakis is hilarious.
1: Yeah, I wrote Al is hilarious, which his is Zach... Alan. His- I know, but they call him Al, too. Listen,
0: it's just... Y- you see so much of Zach Galifianakis' everything. His butt. His whole penis is in the movie. Um, and it's just... I
1: Multiple times you see his butt and his penis.
0: I cannot... I could do without that in the movie. I think probably that's maybe the worst part of it for me. But, if that's the worst part,
1: there's a lot of good parts. As it is said in the movie, by a very hilarious man, it's funny, because he's, he's fat.
0: Ken Jong is also a genius.
1: Kim Jong's great.
0: Um, man, so, story-wise... Who do we got? We got Alan. We got Doug. Doug. We got Stu. And we got Phil. Right. Yes. Stu is Ed Helms, who I really feel like occupied a lot of the star power of this movie, even though he was next to Bradley Cooper, um, Zach Galifianakis as Woo! well, uh, and we've got
1: wasn't this Zach Justin Galifianakis is like I think this
0: was like his debut movie,
1: his like breakout role. At very Yeah, least. like a
0: breakout role. I think. Yeah. I'm not positive, but I also haven't watched Zach Galifianakis in fucking anything. I just know he exists. And I've seen clips of his between the Ferns show.
1: I saw him at an awards show, like, very recently after this movie came out, before I'd even seen the movie. Because, like, all everyone could talk about was this fucking movie. Like, everyone had those t-shirts with the baby on them and all this. It was like a whole thing back in 2009. (laughs) My freshman year of high school. And all anyone could talk about was the fucking hangover.
0: (laughs) Yeah, this shit really did blow up, like... Out of nowhere. And people were just super, super jazzed about it. Anyways. I don't um, remember
1: why back then, because I didn't like it as much. I liked it much more this time. I laughed way more. I was like, this is hilarious. I think, but
0: it, I think it's because you're an adult now.
1: I'm an adult who drinks now. Yeah. So a lot of these jokes
0: a of make a now. lot
1: more sense because I drink.
0: <laughs> um, so Doug is getting married, and the everyone, the guys all want to do is bachelor party, so they're going to go stay the night in Vegas. They go. They're They've got a room at Caesars, which if you're going to stay on the Vegas Strip, first of all, you should stay at Mandalay. Uh, But Caesars is more affordable, so they've got a room at Caesars. Um, We are shown... Back then,
1: Caesars probably wasn't as affordable. Caesars is still expensive.
0: Yeah, but Mandalay is like... It's like... Yeah,
1: but it's not as expensive as like...
0: Bellagio. Yeah, it's not as expensive as Bellagio, but that's all just location, location, location. You got the fountain. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're shown the car. That's my next note. Do you have the, do you have the, the uh, note, about, my note about the most car? Most
1: of my notes are about Phil, so okay, you, I so haven't we gotten have a, to the... We
0: have a time before we actually get to Phil. Because we get to Stu first, right? No, no, we do get to Phil first. we okay. get
1: to... It's them and Alan. It's Doug and Alan trying on their suits, and they get the car, and then they go get Phil.
0: Yeah. Um... So they go get the car from Doug's soon-to-be father-in-law. Uh, and it's this sleek, nice Mercedes. Uh, very clearly well-maintained. Uh it's so and pretty. It's like the garage door comes up on it, and we just stopped. And I was like, that car's not making that out of this movie. It's not. It simply won't. Uh, and she laughed because she's seen the movie, and she knows. But I hadn't seen the movie. I just know that you can't show me that nice of a car at the start of a movie and have it survive. You I can't.
1: didn't remember what happened to the car. <laughs> but I also had a thought of that car can't survive. You it can't, can't show me this nice car and make all this big deal about it. you're the only one to drive it and blah 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 and not have it not just die.
0: It's definitely gonna die, right? I mean it just has to. There's no other there's no other way. So then we get to Phil you've got a bunch of notes about Phil and I only have one note and it's not even really relevant.
1: Um Phil is a teacher and in his class he's asking all the kids to turn in their money for field trip. Um which is $90 is what he says. Which also, what fucking field trip are you going on that's costing To the $90. Griffith
0: Observatory?
1: it probably costs a pretty penny. It doesn't cost $90. It
0: doesn't cost 90 bucks a kid.
1: And every parent should be suspicious of that.
0: Absolutely.
1: Um, but it's because it doesn't cost $90 to go on that field trip. Uh, he told the parents it cost $90 and is collecting extra money for Vegas. And my note was, we should pay teachers more. And this is why. This isn't why. But this is a fine <laughs> example of why we should pay teachers more. <laughs> so you don't have to steal money from children. To go to Vegas.
0: Firstly, shouldn't steal money from children. Secondly, we should, should pay,
1: pay teachers, teachers more. Um, um, and then he walks out of the school and when the kid tries to ask him a question and he says, it's the weekend, you do not exist to me. And I, I was like, "Who
0: you are, you don't exist.
1: Yeah. First of all.
0: Hilarious.
1: 100% accurate. If I see one of my, ki- and it's only ever happened to me once.
0: You saw one of your kids outside of school.
1: Not here,
0: Oh, but remember
1: we were at Texas Roadhouse, yeah, and yeah, I saw yeah. one of my brain training kids, and I did go yeah. say hi. Um, but That I, means
0: they exist to you. You must be different.
1: I was really close to his family, but most of the time, I don't say hi to people, like full-grown adults that I know out You'd in the wild. true. You see them out in the
0: wild, and you go, I vaguely know that person. Like, I hope they go away. I'm
1: like, please don't look at me. Please don't look at me. Please don't talk to me. So, um, 100%. Legally, now, I'm not allowed to.
0: You can't even name kids. I can't so,
1: name kids, and if I see them out in public, I can't say hi unless the family uh, talks to me first, because HIPAA.
0: So Stu just bamboozles. He just gets on out of there, hops in the Mercedes, and they all take off to go to go pick up Stu. No, Phil gets in the Mercedes. Phil,
1: Yeah, Phil gets in the Mercedes.
0: I'm gonna get them confused because I just kept calling them Ed Helm and Bradley Cooper. You can the just whole do movie. that. Uh, so they pick up Bradley Cooper. My note about him is why is Bradley Cooper always the bad guy in all the movies? Because I did just recently see Nightmare Alley. Um. When
1: did you watch that?
0: Uh, with Snow. Uh. Oh, right. Christmas. We went to go see Nightmare Alley. Um. Weird fucking movie, by the way. Um, but yeah, so they go to pick up Stu and we cut to Ed Helm getting just straight up bullied full bullied
1: she is a bitch
0: what a monstrous woman monster incredible casting great lines monstrous woman
1: i only wrote one line or one note about this whole entire scene i wrote more about her later but this one is just she is a fucking bitch
0: i wrote uh, why is Stu's wife the worst because i didn't know at that point that she wasn't his wife she acts Uh, like a wife right but not like a good one uh I asked why she was the worst. And then I said, I don't know why. And I like what I meant by that is like, I don't understand why she has to be that bad. Like it, it, sometimes it plays to write your character. So they're like really super overbearing and just awful to watch and witness. But I feel like sometimes that takes you out of the experience of it and adding a more nuanced touch to how she could be terrible. Like, take away all her like really blunt and obtuse grotesqueness towards stew right and replace it with like subtle digs at his personality not like don't forget your rogaine and make sure you use it i know when you don't use it your hair looks thin meanwhile you've got ed helm who has like a whole ass head of hair um like that that's just too on the nose for my personal taste but i i totally get how it plays nicely in this movie because like a driving factor in the movie is that that woman is awful. I uh so I total I totally get it.
1: I'll read my note that I wrote about her later, and it was um I don't know, one of the times he talked to her. But I said, <laughs> uh women can be abusers too.
0: Mm-mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And it's mentioned. Case in point. I was like, and we're kind of glorifying abuse in this movie just a little bit. Because it's mentioned multiple times, to- I know, it's mentioned multiple times that he, like, he, she's beat him, she's cheated on him.
0: And did you see how quick he hit that, like, uh, the, vi- the the victim blame answer of, like, it only happened twice and I was out of line. Like, yeah. dude, fucking no, man. Um, fucking no.
1: That'll be my first one. I wrote several of these, but that'll be my first one of, you cannot make this movie.
0: Oh, certainly could not make this movie in 2022.
1: Um, is
0: absolutely not
1: glorifying abuse. Um, And then she makes this quip about how I just wish your friends were as mature as you are. And I wrote quickly wrote before anything else happened in the movie, Stu is just as mature as his friends.
0: (laughs) He's just putting on a very good front.
1: um, And then we also have, this is my second and I wrote a bunch of these and I put like lines of why, it is that, uh, this is my second, you could not make this movie in 2022, because while well, he's talking to his girlfriend-
0: We just get a bunch of slurs.
1: We just get- All at once. Phil yelling from the car.
0: Paging doctor, meh. Doctor. Uh, a slur popularized in reference to the gays.
1: The F word.
0: So the so, other F word.
1: Not fuck, we say that We one.
0: say that one all the time, that's not a slur.
1: Um, so Lord repeatedly- help us
0: if it becomes a slur
1: repeatedly more and more I wonder, if and Bra- I wonder
0: if bradley cooper thinks back on it and goes probably should have asked for a slight rewrite on that one probably not probably not it he made a bajillion dollars he doesn't even think about it
1: um so yeah uh and then they're driving to vegas they
0: drive to vegas and i just wrote like i don't really have many notes until they're in vegas um i've got a um, couple but man the movie this is the f- one of the like, three times that I wrote this note, this movie's just super fucking cringe. It's just so cringe. The whole time. But the more that it leaned into that, the more I was like, okay, it's just supposed to be like this. It's not like they wrote it for the sake of having things be tense and miserable. They wrote it because everything about it is that way. The whole movie is cringe and gross. And that's the beauty of it.
1: Um... My first note is they're driving to Vegas in the t- with the top down. Um, actually, I have two notes about that. Uh, but the first one is uh, Zach Galifianakis, Alan. He stands up and is like, Wah! like standing in the car that's going down this highway. And I wrote, how Al does not die in this movie <laughs> blows my mind. Like just in general, like how his specific character is not dead.
0: He's super resilient.
1: Um. And then they go on to trash marriage and how like it's awful and like you'll see you'll just die year by year. And I was like there was a time in the or like 2000 before 2010 where every movie just made marriage sound like the absolute worst thing that could ever happen to you. And I yeah. wonder why we have divorce culture.
0: <laughs> there is <laughs> They kind of did just, like, relentlessly hammer home the idea that being married is an awful, miserable experience. And, you know, back then it might have been. They were all fucking assholes. We got married in 2017, so we're better. We also have been
1: married for five years.
0: We're just better at it. I don't know, man. Everyone else fucking sucks.
1: All right. Hey, you,
0: if you're listening to this and you're married, not as good as me. Wow.
1: (laughs) Wow, wow, wow. Wow. Um,
0: (laughs) Just the absolute arrogance.
1: (laughs) My second note about the drive, or my third note about the drive to Vegas.
0: Why am I like this?
1: (laughs) I don't know. I married you. Um, Is they are, again, driving through the top down, with the top down, and Uh I don't know If you know where Vegas is. But it's in the middle of a fucking desert.
0: It's in the fucking desert.
1: So they are driving through... At least part of Death Valley. Just top down. For... Like... No reason. And drive... I don't know if you've ever made that drive... But you could make that drive... In your car... With AC on... And and the heat still coming through the windows... Is so hot. I one time fell asleep... And it was so, I was sweat like, it was so, and we had the AC on, but I was in the back seat, and it was so hot, and I was sweating so much that my stepdad's name, I had my name, like, my leg on top of the cooler, and my stepdad's name that was on the cooler, like, written in Sharpie, like.
0: Smeared s- onto your arm. Was
1: imprinted onto my leg.
0: That's hilarious.
1: Um, so, it's a hot drive.
0: I, I got, I've not had that experience when I've driven to and through Vegas, but. I will say that stretch between Vegas and Los Angeles is one of the most miserable drives I've ever had the displeasure of driving.
1: It's hot. I don't know how you would do it with the top down. Also hot air blowing. And you'd look like shit when you got to the hotel. You'd
0: look dirty. You'd look very dirty.
1: Bugs. Sand. No. Um. Oops. Another one is, uh, we finally get to Vegas. And
0: And they check into Caesars. Yeah. And then they go, oops, just kidding, we're getting a villa.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they do all that, and Stu has told his lady that he is in Napa Valley.
0: First off, straight up lies, but also, that's how you know he wants out?
1: Um... You could That's not make you know. this movie in the time of smartphones?
0: Absolutely not. You can drag a smartphone. Can't track a regular-ass cell phone. Because Unless his, you're the police.
1: His girlfriend was as crazy as she is in this movie. You know he she has his location.
0: She wouldn't even need to fucking call.
1: And you know she's checking it regularly.
0: You know what you would do then? You get a burner. Put all the contacts that you need into your burner. And mail your fucking phone to Napa Valley.
1: And how are you going to get your phone back, James?
0: They'll return to sender when there's no actual address. It'll take them a couple days. Your phone will be back at your place in a couple days. All you have to do is figure out a way to explain why your phone isn't working.
1: And if she tries to call you?
0: well, then it's going to ring in the mailman's office.
1: And she's going to be suspicious because you don't need
0: Actually, that, that'll that get the mailman to think that it's a bomb threat.
1: None of this plan works out well for This too. is a great
0: plan. <laughs> Or you just take the SIM card out, smash it?
1: Um, I guess this is...
0: I'm an insane person.
1: This is still in the car, actually, because they say this in the car um, when he's talking about the fact that he told her he's going to Napa Valley. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: uh, My third note, I guess fourth note, because you couldn't make it because of smartphones, and so this will be my fourth note, is you could not make this movie in 2022 because they say the
0: R word, and they don't just say it once. Lots of people say it.
1: They say of times. it. I think each character says it at least once, at least so that's once. four times. Um, which wasn't super, really a problem until Super
0: can't do that now.
1: No, until recently. So, yeah, then they're checking into uh, the hotel, and I think I think
0: we should make it clear we don't condone the language used in this movie. No, it's like. Bad at best. At best, it's bad. At worst, it's, like, criminally bad. I mean, frankly, you would get arrested for speaking like that in England, where they don't like you to say words. Oh, yeah, you can get arrested for saying mean things in England. It's a real thing. That's a real thing that's happening. That's a bad country, and we shouldn't go there. Um. Anyways...
1: Anyways, they're checking in the Caesars. They get the villa. Alan makes a note about whether or not his pager works inside. Is the
0: hotel pager friendly? Of Caesars? Got my which it. was
1: super funny in 2009 because...
0: It's super funny now because why?
1: Because, well, it was super funny then because people knew what pagers were. If you watch this movie now... Anyone younger than us has
0: no fucking clue what you're talking about. Go find you a teenager and ask them if they know what a pager is. Go find you a 17-year-old. They'll either go, yeah, I'm technologically savvy, or they'll go, what the fuck are you talking about, old man?
1: They're not gonna know, because I saw this chick on TikTok put an iPad Nano in her hair as a fucking hair clip. It
0: was a cool accessorization of a cool piece of technology. (laughs) Anyways. I'm gonna defend that chick till I die because that was a fun thing to do.
1: Anyways. Yes, she was
0: stupid and doesn't know what it was, but it was a fun thing to do.
1: Anyways. Just so you know, I did the math. They pay $4,200 for one night in this Caesar's Palace
0: One night in the
1: villa. villa. Um. Ooh, and if you were to do baby. that today... At that same price, assuming you go at the same time of year, and they're offering that same price, it would cost you $5,555.
0: Really? Inflation hasn't hit Caesars that hard. Or, Caesars just isn't very popular anymore.
1: Um... Well, I just did on what the inflation is. I don't know what the Caesars
0: Villa costs. Well, I wonder. Let's do a quick Google really quick.
1: Who's gonna find it first? Um, It's a race. I'm
0: just looking at... Uh, inflation dollar for dollar.
1: That's what I just, that's what I looked up.
0: 2009 dollar. Versus... I want to know how
1: much that villa costs right now.
0: We're doing live research right now.
1: Caesar's Palace. Oh no, I don't want Expedia. They're not going to give me the good, the real. I want online. Because if you would have gone there that night, a
0: dollar in two thousand nine is worth a buck thirty two today.
1: It's ten thousand square feet.
0: So how much was? How much did they pay for it? Forty
1: two hundred. Forty two hundred. Um, you cannot get. It would be five
0: thousand five hundred forty four dollars today. Yeah. They, dude. Okay. That's what I just. But no, no, no. What I'm saying is they didn't bullshit some, like. Inflation. They had some fucking PA, or the guy who wrote the script actually looked it up. How much it would cost to stay at a villa at Caesar's for one night, and he was right. And it checks out. That's fucking cool. That's a cool fact for me. I like money facts like that. I dropped my ring, and I've, I've, it's, it's gallivanting around our feet.
1: Also, fun fact. Hmm. You cannot find the price of the villas online.
0: Oh, they don't list it.
1: No, you have to submit an inquiry.
0: Oh, yeah, because they want to make sure that you can afford it.
1: Yeah, so... That's
0: kind of funny. I, I dig that.
1: I'm, I'm sure it's something close to that, I would imagine, but...
0: Probably. I mean, if we're just going dollar for dollar purchasing power.
1: But Vegas's prices have changed a lot recently, so it's probably even more than that.
0: Probably now with COVID and everything.
1: You also would have to pay for parking now.
0: Whoa, I don't want to think about it. Um, I don't want to think about it. That's valet.
1: My next note has finally caught up with your next note, Um, where Stu is, we find out, going to propose to his girlfriend.
0: Now, there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of rules about, actually, there's a shitload of rules about what you can and cannot do at a wedding. Number three on that list of rules of what you can and cannot do at a wedding is, don't fucking propose to someone else at a wedding,
1: it's just not cool, dude.
0: It's super not your fucking day, bro. Propose tomorrow. My- oh, no, 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 no. What a terrible, terrible person you must be to think, oh, yeah, dude, I'm going to be the best man in my boy's wedding. And after the ceremony, I'm going to take all that attention he deserves and I'm going to put it right on my dick. Fuck you, Stu. Fuck you, dude. What an ass.
1: Stu's the best man? Yeah. Hmm. No, I thought Phil was.
0: Stu stands next to... Alan. Does Does Phil? Is Phil's
1: Phil the best, the best man?
0: Phil's the best man. Doesn't matter. Grimsman? Same fucking deal.
1: Because it goes Phil... Same
0: fucking deal.
1: Stu, and then Alan, because he tells Alan about his haircut, that it's a classic man.
0: Yeah. Classic Stu. Classic uh, Phil. I don't know the characters' names.
1: Don't propose to someone at somebody else's wedding is also my note because just like
0: this piece of dust is driving me nuts. Got it. Um It's so cringe, dude. It's just bad. It's so bad.
1: It's their day. How dare
0: you, first of all. Second of all, how dare you? It's their day. You shouldn't be allowed. You
1: should not announce anything. Like, don't announce you're pregnant. Don't do anything at somebody else's wedding. It's their fucking day, and they paid a lot of fucking money to be there.
0: Now, if there's random circumstance, you know, sometimes you can't you can't get away with it. It's just random. If random something happens, random something happens. But if random stuff doesn't happen, why are you fucking planning to be this awful? That's such a fucking bad thing to do. Can you imagine if I went to a Proxy's wedding last weekend... And I just announced some crazy shit at the... They had an open mic at his wedding. They had an open mic.
1: Was it as bad as a Twilight?
0: No, because no one went up and said anything.
1: Love the introverts.
0: Um, dude, it was straight up a whole wedding of introverts. Um, but yeah, can you imagine if I went up there and I was just like, I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. But let's talk about me for for the next four minutes. Hi, you don't know me, but... I've got cool shit going on. Just bought a house. Woo! Nobody applauds, and I put the mic down and walk away. And then I get thrown out of the way. Don't fucking do that shit. Now that we've harped on that enough.
1: Um. Phil says that Stu should not marry the girl because she's cheated on him. But, yeah. And this is where I wrote my note about we are glorifying abuse and women can be abusers too. And he's like. He just harps on her real hard, and I was like, "Phil is not wrong."
0: Phil's, I, I might know a same instance. Phil's a fucking asshole, but he's right. Like I mean, that's the worst.
1: Don't, don't, yeah.
0: Don't marry that monster. She cheated on you with the bartender, flight attendant, whoever the fuck on that cruise ship, and everyone talks about it the whole time. It's fucking wild.
1: Um. So they all get ready for their night out in Vegas. And they do like this cool walk down the hallway, like the stereotypical like, like the
0: cool guys enter the room, walk.
1: Um, and the difference in outfits—it's drastic. For the characters is so.
0: Doug looks perfect. Good. Bradley Cooper looks like Bradley Cooper. Zach Galifianakis—he's wearing clothes, and Stu is wearing a librarian's outfit.
1: It's just—it's so great. Like the costumer.
0: Fucking nailed it.
1: Did. Excellent Just
0: work, and it. the
1: casting on this movie
0: also incredible
1: is so good. Um, they go up to the roof. They go up to the roof,
0: and they start doing shots of Jaeger.
1: And I put uh, my whole note for this whole entire scene. Um, well, not the whole entire scene, but my first note for the scene is Jaeger.
0: You Jaeger.
1: They could have I picked anything to shoot. I
0: you? haven't done Jaeger bombs since Halloween. I was doing Jaeger shots at Halloween.
1: This Halloween?
0: Was this the Halloween that we went over to Aaron and North Yeah. Yeah.
1: You did Jaeger?
0: Dude, Aaron bought a whole bottle of Jaeger just for that party. To do shots with guys he sees three times a year. Ugh. And so he did a bunch of Jaeger.
1: <laughs> the last time I did Jaeger. I'm not going to say no.
0: It's was, free liquor.
1: The last time I did Jaeger, I think, was on the stream with my little free bottles that oh I got. Oh my god,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. I
1: don't even remember why we were shooting Jaeger.
0: Jaeger's rough.
1: I don't like Jaeger.
0: Jaeger is rough.
1: I think we had to do shots for something, and I was like, "Well, this is here."
0: The best part too is though that like they acknowledge that Jaeger is as bad as Jaeger is because they're like, "Oh, ah, oh, it's reminds me of college." Ah. Speaking of, how old are these people in this movie?
1: I don't know.
0: How old are these characters? I don't know. Because I feel like I want to know.
1: Probably twenties, like late twenties. Probably, Probably like our twenty-eight, age. twenty-nine. Something like that, yeah. Our age,
0: maybe, in, maybe even into their thirties, maybe. Cause he's a whole ass dentist.
1: You can you can get that done by our age.
0: But the the important thing I think is that they just throw money around willy nilly. People my age don't do that shit.
1: Twenty six year
0: olds don't throw money around willy nilly.
1: You do if you probably are. I mean, they make a good point that it's like Stu and Doug have the most money. Yeah. Phil very often passes the book and like makes people pay for things because he's, he's a teacher.
0: He's the charisma guy. Phil's the charisma guy.
1: Um, and Alan also doesn't have money. Um, speaking of Alan, he gets up and he gives a speech that he has written.
0: And my God, is it cringe.
1: And prepared. And he's just so pure. He's, like, just the purest little bean. He's just
0: a little bean, dude. He's just a little bean. He's a little bean who pulls his dick out, but he is a little bean.
1: Um, and during the speech, he's just, probably because, like, he's playing up, like, this anxiety that Alan would have in front of this group of people, but he's reading the speech like this, and he's just yelling at, I'm a lone wolf! And then I realized I had more people in my pack! And then there were two! And, like... (laughs) And then there were two. And then he introduced me to you guys. And I realized the two more had joined the pack. And like the whole speech is like that. Jesus Christ. And I just was like, I just, because I was a speech and debate coach. If you don't do like, I've seen kids do that. And I've seen grown adults do that. And public speaking is hard, man.
0: It's not that hard, Jesus.
1: It is if you have anxiety, James.
0: I don't know what that I is. I
1: did the same thing. I used to do the same thing in choir, because I, I didn't, like, yell, but I was so mm-hmm. tense that when I would sing, that, like, my voice would be higher, because oh. I was, like, like, I was so nervous.
0: You did the squeakings.
1: I didn't even squeak. I just was, that's why people thought I was a soprano for so long.
0: Was the anxiety.
1: Yeah, I mean, Oof. I trained my voice to be a soprano, because I do have the range for it, but that's why I got put in the soprano section, is because I was so anxious when I sang that I sounded higher than I actually wanted to. Could still match pitch, but it was, I was like, my, uh, Straining. my choir shirt had holes in it for me clenching oh my, my fist. Um, and then... I don't have any notes till they wake up.
0: Let's see here. I want to know who poured the second set of shots because, okay, so they do the first set of shots and then Zach Galifianakis starts his speech, right?
1: They have shots. They have shots when it happens. Like they're all holding them.
0: Yeah. And they do them. And that's why I said they have that reaction of going, ah, ah, ah." everyone does it. And then everyone reacts to the Ager. And you don't see who pours the next set of shots. They just then have another set of shots.
1: They're all waiting in the middle of a speech to do the second set, though. So it was sometime after that first shot.
0: Right. What I'm saying is... I hear think- What I'm saying is... Who did it? Because they don't show it. And I don't like it. It's not a thing that matters to anyone else. But me. I care about who poured the second set of shots. I care. I need to know. Who did it? Especially because it hinges on the plot later.
1: We wake up the next morning.
0: To an orgy of evidence of misbehavior.
1: And Stu's the first one that wakes up. And do you remember when that camera, like, in front of the face was, like, all the rage, like in people just watching people's face, because I remember there was a significant portion of cinema, especially around that time where that camera became really popular, and you'd have so many clips of people's like faces, like, bleh, 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 like,
0: no, that's a TikTok trend right now,
1: yeah, it's coming back with TikTok, but it was all like there was a time when like that was a thing in movies. Just, I do like,
0: not recall,
1: yeah, you didn't watch probably a lot of the movies that I watched back in the early
0: 2000s. The early 2000s was a terrible era of movies. There were four good movies. There were six good movies. Anyways. The Oceans movies and the Bourne movies. Those were the good movies.
1: There's so many other movies that came out. And they were all fucking bad. Um. And the next person to get up.
0: Is Alan. Is Alan. Who finds the tiger.
1: Um, and I wrote the most concerning thing in this whole sequence of, like, they show the whole hotel room, there's, like, a chair on fire, there's shit everywhere, like, all this stuff, and the most concerning thing in that to me was Alan not wearing pants.
0: Yeah, where does pants go?
1: And he was just walking around without pants. He just didn't have pants. Um, and then he goes to the bathroom, and he just starts going, because he doesn't have pants on. And, uh... When you are so drunk slash hungover that you are not phased by a fucking tiger the minute you see it, and it takes you, like...
0: It takes some time.
1: Like a double take for you to even realize it's fucking there. That's a level that I never want to reach.
0: That is bad.
1: Like, that is so... Wow.
0: Just bad.
1: That I don't want to be there.
0: Rough time.
1: Um... Then, everybody's awake. I think you have a line before... Do I? I get to the closet. Uh,
0: the closet? The closet?
1: Yeah. What? Read your line.
0: The nerdy hillbilly line is great. Oh, the closet. I forgot. Um. Yeah, so they fucking... Uh, Stu is missing a tooth, which is a whole thing because Ed Helm is uh, actually missing that tooth in real life.
1: Is he really? Yeah.
0: So, like, he just popped his uh, prosthetic out.
1: Oh, that's fun.
0: And he just, like, just kept it out while they filmed the Did you read that scenes. in the trivia? Yes, I did. Um, I feel like I read that in the trivia, like, long time ago when I wanted to know what the hangover was about, but I didn't feel like watching it. Um, so, yeah, he just, like, wakes up and he's missing a tooth and he's like, what the fuck? ah and it's more more reaction than that but i'm tired so leave me alone um and he just has a line about how he looks like a nerdy hillbilly and that just made me giggle and so i wrote it down because i thought it was funny fuck you i don't have to say bad things about movies um i do that for your benefit and then the closet
1: we hear a crying (laughs) and there's a whole (sighs) ass baby in a closet.
0: A baby in a closet. Now in I, a in a carrier.
1: I don't know about any of you. But um I take care of children for a living. And I also, in high school, had to have one of those robotic babies. And I um I know a friend who uh failed that class, failed the robotic baby. How? Um, because he put his baby in the closet because he got annoyed with it. So, if my friend failed that class, I'm pretty sure we shouldn't be putting babies in closets and leaving them for an undetermined amount of time, because the mother didn't know where the baby was, and the mother also left the baby in the closet.
0: No. No, no, no. Mm Mm-hmm. No.
1: Because you saw her leave at the beginning of the sequence. She snuck it's out not of,
0: confirmed that that's her, but she does no because she, she has a different story later.
1: She says she went, she left the hotel room to go get them coffee, and that she came back and they weren't there. So at some point, Jade left her baby in a closet. At some point in that night, Jade put her baby in the closet and left it there.
0: Baby would be safer in the closet.
1: Then in the rest of the hotel, hotel room.
0: Because there's a tiger!
1: But then she also just went to go get coffee and left the fucking No one's
0: saying Jade's the best mother.
1: Um. But then they, they, they just to pick up the baby. I don't know where they got the papoose from. But they have a papoose. There
0: is no explanation as to how Zach Galifianakis has a papoose for that baby. But he has a papoose for that baby, so no one say a fucking word.
1: Um, and they do not have the means to care. For this baby, they don't have any food for it. They don't have any diapers for it.
0: They straight up do not care for this baby the whole time. Um. In fact, this baby is in an area where active gunfire happens. Also, you just shouldn't do the jerking off bit with a baby.
1: I put. I wrote a note about that because I wrote, if Alan isn't around, isn't allowed around the school or Chuck E. Cheese, I'm pretty sure he shouldn't be carrying a baby.
0: I forgot. I forgot about that.
1: He has a whole line where they're sitting out in front of the school to pick up Phil, where he's like, I I can't be here. I'm not allowed to be in front of a school.
0: I totally forgot about that.
1: I'm pretty sure he should not be carrying a baby. I think in uh, part two of The Hangover, you find out why he's not allowed to be in I school. I
0: fully but, forgot about that.
1: Um, Yeah. And then Alan is not oh my God. <laughs> qualified to be taking care of this baby, because then he slams the baby with a car door. And they also just buckle up this baby in a regular seat and do some shit with the car, car which would, like, that baby would have left that seat. Um, I can't. And the fact that this baby survives any of this
0: also that
1: is insane. And I think that's a great place, after my baby tangent, to maybe leave it until part two. You think? Uh, yeah. I
0: mean, they haven't even... St-
1: we can keep you registered
0: going. Registered the
1: cop car yet? I'm just saying we're at 45. We can keep going. What's your next note?
0: We should go until Eddie.
1: Okay, we can go till Eddie.
0: So they go to the valet to get their car, and they find a mattress got tossed out of a window onto a statue. Kind of. Not really
1: they're told it got thrown out of a window.
0: Yeah, it it's just on the fucking statue. So then the valet arrives with their car that they brought back uh and it's a cop car.
1: And the valet that took it that night had no questions.
0: They probably gave him a grand. Listen, if I if you come up to me And I'm working valet in a cop car, and you give me $1,000 to park that car, I'm going to go park that car. I'm going to go park that car real fast. I'm going to park that car so fast and be so ready for you to come back for it, because that means another $1,000. And then I think they didn't tip him.
1: No, they're like, we'll catch you on the way back. Um... Speaking of that cop car, how are none of these assholes in jail already?
0: Well, they ended up, kind of.
1: Yeah, but they should have already been in jail. Oh, yeah.
0: I mean, it's kind of a mockery of Las Vegas PD. And then
1: we um we go to the doctor. Because we find out Stu has a hospital bracelet on. Or yep. not Stu, Phil. Phil. Phil has a hospital bracelet on. So they're like, oh, we'll go there, because that's our first clue to figure out what happened. We'll go to the doctor.
0: And we have a whole bit with an old man. That was unnecessary, but also funny.
1: How is this doctor not in jail? Is my next question.
0: Doctor-patient confidentiality.
1: Is fully fucked, because he has a, them in the examination room with another patient. Hippo would fucking have a fucking field day, dude. Oh, yeah,
0: he'd have his licenses revoked immediately. I can't,
1: I can't say people's names or greet them if I see them in public. But this doctor just has... Three other men in the examination room. Wild. With this old man.
0: Truly wild. And then
1: pulls down the old man's underwear and does like...
0: The, the cough ball tests.
1: While they're all in there.
0: And, well, the bit is... That that whole bit, I think, exists so that they can just have Zach Galifianakis' character stare. Because he does that later with Jade when she breastfeeds.
1: Zach Galifianakis did a great job.
0: Excellent. Excellent job being fucking weird.
1: Excellent acting. 10 out of 10.
0: Would purchase again. Um. Uh the doctors mean hilarious. Uh oh yeah, and Stu got married.
1: Stu is the only mind of reason. Is he at this point? Cuz he's like, "Let's just go. We're going to take the cop car. We're going to take all the shit. And we're going to torch it." After we get through the...
0: I would not say that that is the fucking voice of reason.
1: That is what I would suggest we do.
0: You're a fucking maniac.
1: Burn all the evidence of a night that never should have happened. But yeah, Stu got married.
0: Stu got married to a nice lady. A nice stripper. She's very nice. She's so sweet. She's
1: a horrible mother.
0: Terrible. But she's very sweet. Um, And then the fucking Yakuza show up. It's not really the Yakuza. It's just some bodyguards. Uh, but they roll up on the, the homies outside of the perfect little chapel or whatever. Uh, and they start smashing the cop car while Stu's on the phone with Melissa, the cunt.
1: Is her name Melissa? Her name is
0: Melissa. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just a whole cavalcade of insane things is happening and nothing's actually happening. It's just a lot of like, meh, meh. And They're everyone's looking going, for their leader. Yeah, who is in a junkyard, actually. Um,
1: He would also... There's so many people who should be dead.
0: Yeah, but he does funny shit later. Um,
1: I'm just saying.
0: Doug should be dead. I'm not arguing with you. The
1: baby should be dead.
0: Leslie should be dead. Leslie
1: should be dead.
0: Fucking stew.
1: Alan should at least have...
0: Zach Galifianakis got punched in the face by Mike Tyson. Alan should
1: at least have a concussion.
0: (laughs) All of them should have concussions, and Zach Galifianakis should have two. Um,
1: yeah, there's... uh, He took a
0: straight right hook from fucking Mike Tyson.
1: Phil should have been dead from his tiger cuts.
0: Yeah, he did get mauled. There was a whole mauling.
1: On his neck. There's... Everyone should be so much
0: shit happens. Um... The the bodyguards show up, and they start threatening, and then a, they shoot a gun, and the gun goes off, and it hits Eddie, the chapel guy. Who's one of the
1: nicest people.
0: He's a sweet guy. And then uh, the guys speed off in the cop car to try to get away, and that's where we'll leave it for now. Because they shot Eddie, and no one can fucking believe it. Can you believe it? They shot Eddie.
1: I'm surprised they didn't shoot the rest of them.
0: Um, it's not very good trigger discipline, if I'm being honest. Oh, man.
1: James needs to go get a coffee. Hey,
0: oh, it's in the microwave. Fuck. Oh, <laughs> you I heated it it up. There. Oh, my God. I heated it up and left it there. Um. Oh, I'll be back.
1: We will see you in part two.
0: We didn't even think of movies to put for the fucking vote. <laughs> I kind of have some. All right.